Listener Production. Shuffler's James Entra believes a business's slide decks are its most underutilised asset. How's that for a bold statement, given the various other assets most businesses own? But I've got to say, he has a point, and I think you're going to find it very beneficial for your business. It's a highly persuasive episode 543 of the 12-year-old, award-winning, small business, big marketing podcast. Well, I said, welcome to a small business marketing show, where successful small business owners share their souls. To take your marketing straight to the lead, now here's your host, Mr. Timbo And welcome back to your weekly dose of death by PowerPoint marketing. I'm your host, Timbo Reed. you infinitely more importantly, are a motivated business owner and you're well and truly ready to crank out some great marketing to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And that, my friend, is exactly why this podcast exists. So if you love it, go ahead and hit subscribe on your favourite podcast app right now and you'll never miss another episode. In fact, you'll be the first to know when a new episode drops, which is every week. Pretty good, huh? As per usual, team, there is marketing G-O-L-D dripping from the ceiling over here at Small Business Big Marketing's HQ. So let's get stuck right in. So I get this email from a publicist suggesting I interview this James Entre fellow as, and I quote, he's changing the way businesses of all sizes think about their most undervalued asset, their presentations end quote. You know, like their slide decks. So I think that's a pretty bold statement given how many other important assets businesses have, like their people, plant and equipment, IP, (laughs) just to name a few. But upon further investigation, it would appear James knows what he's talking about, having worked in presentation management for almost 20 years. Not only does he know what makes a presentation persuasive, and that's pretty important, but he also knows how to manage the various slide decks that live within most businesses in order for them to work as effective sales tools. In fact, James talks about presentations and slide decks as being a business's content marketing, or at least forming part of your business's content marketing. Fair point. James is even the founder of a SaaS product called Shuffler, which does presentation management. So he does know what he's talking about. Sit back and enjoy this chat with James as we cover everything from how to optimise your most underutilised asset to how James has turned Shuffler into a multi-million dollar business. So James Entra, welcome to the Small Business Big Marketing Podcast. James, I want to ask, uh, start by asking you, why do you think the slide deck is a business's most undervalued asset? It operates in a silo. It's not a managed communication like TV, radio, billboards, print, or the web. It is something that everyone's on their own. It's one and done. You have a presentation. It's Tuesday, all hands on deck for you. But there's no enterprise process that helps you uh, get out the door quicker, faster, more compliant, easier, and uh, allow you to do your business as opposed to being a presentation jockey. 
I've got to say, as someone who lives and breathes slide decks as a keynote speaker and a conference MC, that there's been many, many a time when me, just you know, a small business owner of one, um, has been scrambling to figure out where's that slide deck. And I remember putting a particular slide in that deck, but I didn't put it in that deck, and I'd love it in this deck. And it's like, oh my god, if I could only optimize uh, my slide deck so that they were easy to manage. And and clearly, that's what Shuffler does. Was there a particular point in your business journey because Shuffler is a few years old and you are you are older than a few years old with all respect was, was there a, was there a point when you decided hey we need something like Shuffler well it evolved over time myself and my partner my sister had done uh, high-end presentations for some you know world class companies like putting uh, exhibits together and uh presentations to sell Olympic marketing materials and for, you know, the TV shows behind us, Comedy Central, things like that. And uh, as a consultancy, it's a nice business. But with the development of technology, it democratized the concept of a high-end video and putting together nice animations. And we found that a lot of the questions and comments asked by these professional companies should be packaged into one software solution that makes those benefits to everyone. How it works, if I just do the the basic thing, if you take a step back, presentation management is really content management, except for when you upload a file, and PowerPoints are the majority of them, but when you upload a file, it's formatted to present automatically. You see it as a full screen slide. If it's a PowerPoint, it's an album of slides, 10 slides that might be together or 25. And if you can see those slides as fast as you see, you know, 50 images on Pinterest and say, oh, that's the slide I was looking for. We also integrate a slide tray, which is like a shopping cart. So you just drag and drop the slides you need into the new one. You hit save and or with a compliant, up-to-date, published presentation. Because all the end users are fundamentally doing duplicate presentations from the slide library, it allows a global organization to manage who's saying what to whom, what slides are most impactful. I'm the best salesperson, and when I spend two minutes on slide marketing materials, there's a 90% chance to close when my colleague who doesn't close as much always talks about the history of the company. These things are not known until you have a presentation management system in place. Totally get that. I mean, I was even, I was reflecting on Shuffler when it first came across my desk and was considering interviewing you, which is for medium to large organizations, it's awesome. But even for the smaller organizations, like as I said, I'm, I'm a small business of one, but I use a lot of slide decks and have a lot of slide decks everywhere. And um, I guess, you know, any business who is pitching, is presenting, has the requirement for slide decks. And we do, we fall into the trap of just using the same old because we can't find what we've created. So I love how Shuffler has fixed that. Just to visualize Shuffler 2, from what I've seen, and you've got a great explainer video on your website. By the way, I love your website and I want to dissect it later. Basically with Shuffler, if you've got a series of, let's say your organization has 10 slide decks, you might have a slide deck about HR, you might have three slide decks about marketing, two slide decks about product. Basically you have folders for each of those and the slide decks live in there, but you also have a searching mechanism that allows you, the user, to find any slide by keyword. And that keyword could be in the slide, could be in the presenter notes. That's very powerful. That is correct. We, uh, 
put into the database and strip down all the content of PowerPoint files, whether it's a slide title or speaker note or content, and track this between updates as well within versioning. So if you've updated your you know, marketing deck 25 times, and during that certain slides have changed and augmented and moved along, that's all tracked and it's visually showed side by side that between version five and six, your marketing presentation, you added the South American investment community, whatever, whatever it might be. But you bring up a good point there. And this is the big difference, the big from to in presentation management. As we do today, when someone asks you to do the present, a presentation, you quickly get a little heartburn and then you head off to your you know, marketing folder and you look at, uh, you open this one, you close and you open that one, you close, you open your third, say, oh, that's good. And then you go back to the first and you copy and paste and put it together and you're all on your own. In this environment, let's say you were doing a, a presentation for your entire company and it took 250 slides. Who you are, what you do, how you do it, your products, your services, case studies, reports, features, company bios, things like that. But if you gave one 250-slide presentation, that would be way too much. But something you were hitting on is if you had 25 10-slide presentations that talked about the history, HR, your technology division in Australia, your you know services division in, in New York, case studies and, and business if all of those are in your slide library and you bring on a new component, a new person representing your company in Hong Kong or London or both, they can quickly go in and formulate a new presentation, who you are, what you do, how you do it, and hit save. And on an enterprise level, you know who's doing what, where, and when. Now, I described it on a, on a huge enterprise, but this works for one person. If you're sitting on 35 PowerPoints, just drag that folder into Shuffler and they're all there to sort through. You see them, weed through the duplicates, get rid of them. And very quickly, you'll take those 50 presentations and you'll have the five or seven key presentations that you start working from. And you just weed through the garbage and it, and it quickly turns it into a communications medium as opposed to just a one-off Tuesday at the, at the Marriott Hotel, I got to do my thing. This turns it into a communications tool that keeps everyone singing off the same sheet of music, whether you're one person, five people, or 500 people, or 5,000 for that matter. Tell me, James, I'm, I'm an Apple user. I do love my keynote. I know the shuffler is only working with PowerPoint. I mean, I was horrified when I saw this because Microsoft PowerPoint freaks me <laughs> out. Is there a reason for that? Basically, everything we've done has been client-driven. If we had a client who was willing to basically sign up for a reasonable amount for the year, we would put that into our software. That's how we've built it, quite frankly, is as a, as a SaaS business, some of the bigger clients say, we want slide updating, for example. And slide updating is an important feature because if 50 people are you know pulling from your slide library and you spelled international wrong, you want to update it and fix all those 25 people who use that slide. By putting that feature in and signing someone to an annual contract, it allows us to fund the development while delivering the software for that one client and everyone else in the process. So to answer the keynote question, I just haven't had someone push that button yet. <laughs> Far enough, at least. Okay. All right. Well, we'll fix that. Everyone else who's listening and you're okay. an Apple user, ring James. I'm all for it, though. <laughs> By the way, I'm all for it. Tell me, um, I'm interested in that client-driven concept. A few weeks ago, we had Jeff Bezos's shadow 
on the show. His name is Colin Breyer, and Colin was Jeff's right-hand man up until recently. He's written a book called Working Backwards, which only launched a few weeks ago, and it's Amazon's process for product development. And the whole premise is very simple of working backwards. It is start with the customer and write a press release of your idea for the customer as if that product or idea was in the marketplace. I'm I'm fascinated, not fascinated, I'm probably a bit disappointed that more business owners don't start with the customer first when resolving problems. How do you do it at Shuffler? Do you do research groups? Do you look at emails that are coming in? Do you reach out? We, this is going to sound very uh, simple, but we work to pay our bills every month and we listen to our clients and their needs of what they need in the presentation space. And quite frankly, I I didn't know about the working backwards book, but our whole business is about working backwards and it starts with the client. I can tell you quite frankly, the very first feature that put this together was a sales group for a media company who said, I just want my salesperson to just drag in a video and hit save and have it work in the presentation. That simple feature was the very first feature of a slide library for us where, oh, I can take an MPEG and just drag it in and it says slide, slide, MPEG, slide, slide, MPEG, and it plays and it works. And the salespeople don't take, you know, 55 minutes trying to make a video work and it inevitably doesn't. James, when you're listening to your customers, does everything they say get applied within Shuffler? Or do you have some kind of criteria and filter that says, look, just quietly, that's a dumb idea, but that idea over there, that's a ripper. That's the one we're going to pursue. It's, that has a little bit of wisdom. We're all in business. You listen to more than one person. Sometimes the biggest clients are the most subtle in what they're saying and have the most value. And sometimes the, the smallest clients yell the most and have the worst value, but want something that is seemingly you know, in there. I find that we try to democratize it in such a way that I guess this isn't democraties, but if, if a client's willing to work, reach into their pocket and pay for a few extra shingles to make something work, generally other clients are going to want that same feature as well. And we listen and imply. It's wisdom. Like you said in the beginning, I've been in business a few more years than Web 3.0 or wherever we are right now at this point. Is there one idea, James, that's come from a customer that you've applied, which is actually been groundbreaking that has taken Shuffler to another level that you just hadn't considered? It happens regularly in a very nuanced way. The concept of sharing a file, but tracking the individual slides of what people are looking at and how long they're spending on it and what their IP address became much more valuable than just sharing the file. The concept of slide updating in general doing something we now call the genealogy of a slide is that inherently when you're working a slide library, they're all parent slides. And when someone uses the, from that slide library, it's a duplicate and it becomes a child slide, thereby making a family relationship among these slides and presentations. And that whole concept came from clients. I can tell you almost every, every, almost every feature came directly from a client. I try not to be smarter than my clients. <laughs> when, when a client does suggest an idea and you and you apply it, do you reach out and thank them and alert them to the fact that you've implemented it? Or is their reward simply the fact that they've got a better product 
as a result of their feedback? Well, that's an important part. You need to include everyone who's developing your product because quite frankly, in the internet, categories are designed by businesses. Businesses design categories. eBay designed how auctions work. Amazon designed the e-commerce experience. Uber designed the car sharing experience. Shuffler is designing presentation management. And all of those experience in doing it, you step out there and say, hey, this is how you can manage it now. And you teach them through the process. So when you're in that position of leading the category, you get the most challenging questions because when you're the leader, the most challenging questions come to you because that's just the way it is when when that's going on. And uh, that allows the product to get better and better. And as a result, and in this in this case for you know small businesses, all these benefits that big business asks for trickle down to anyone who wants to come into Shuffler, sign up a site, and get going. What happens when Microsoft implement a slide management bit of software? Yeah, they they'll, they will. They'll buy us. Big companies like that don't dream up anything. They wait and see where the market suits out, and then they buy the winner, Skype and implement it. And it's okay for their bottom line that way because it's more of a cost for them to do that. Quite frankly, Shuffler is an enterprise version of PowerPoint for them and give would give them an internal return on our investment, something incredible right off the bat. Have they reached out yet? We've had discussions, but it's not there yet. Quite frankly, the market has to grow. It takes podcasts like this for the general business user to realize that, wow, presentations are communications. They are a communication medium and we can track them. Think of how much people spend for tracking communications of TV, radio, print, broadcast, the web, yet presentations, quite frankly, are the last line of defense before any sale. (laughs) Yet they're ignored. You know what I mean? Like I'm sitting here talking to you and I might be doing a presentation if I had a, an ad on the Super Bowl, if you didn't trust me here now in my presentation, that ad means nothing. Quite frankly, that presentation is the bottom of the funnel. And it, the presentation might be your website and you speaking to someone on the phone. I'm not saying it's always a slideshow. Shuffler happens to manage slideshows. Yeah, got it. How did you fund Shuffler, James? It's seven years old now. Year one. Clients, all client funded. We have a little bit of friends and family investment, but... Um, we like, like I said, that's why we've been successful because we've never pretended to be smarter than the market. So when you say it's client funded, what, uh, what do you mean? Did you because? Oh, oh, we send invoices. We we write contracts and we sell a product that a client buys, and they pay us monthly for the service, and in turn we have budget to make our product better. So in year one, did you first go? Okay, we have an idea. Let's go and find some potential clients that would benefit from it. it well, we were doing presentations, high-end presentations for many years beforehand. So we had a stable yes. of clients that to do those presentations, it was always a combination of creative, of storytelling, and of technology. And the technology with every client got better and better and better. Creative's always new and creative for everyone, and the storytelling's always new for every every market. But as that technology got better, we kept on packaging it and making it better and better. And really, the advent of YouTube and the making the concept of a video very cheap changed our whole market value, and we had to dive off into a software product because 
high-end animations weren't weren't paying the bills every month when they're free on YouTube. <laughs> I want to talk about the marketing of Shuffler. Uh, first of all, the name, Shuffler, it's spelt with a double F and a double R, very, very web three, you know, uh, there seems to be a lot of that. When you can't buy the real name, you, you go the makeup name. Are you happy with the name? Yes, it's vowel challenged. It's one word which allows to give uh, a little bit of marketing because quite frankly, where'd, where'd you get the name? Presentations are decks. And if you shuffle your deck into a new hand, you might be able to sell better. You might be able to present better. You might be able to do that better. So it's a great name. It, it, it's actually, it becomes a verb. That's the whole point. The point is to create a market, to create a category with a product that says, you know, I'm in presentation management. Are you getting shuffler? And then as other people come up, they market you against Shuffler. And this is about category design. This is about, and I'm a small business. I mean, I fit into a different way, but we think about the whole category and the verbiage that goes into it. I was speaking about parent, child, and genealogy of a slide and the presentation following the conversation and things like that helps create an entire market and a product that people will gravitate to. You walk into Starbucks and get a Vente when for a tenth of the price, you can get a large coffee somewhere down the road, but you still like that Vente. Yeah, I, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? I, it's, it's a packaged <laughs> market and it's an experience. And I'm not saying it's you know any better than anything, but it's defining a communication medium that hasn't been done. Hey, if my chat with Shuffler founder James Entra is inspiring you to create some great marketing to grow that beautiful business of yours, then grab a copy of my marketing book, The Boomerang Effect, that shows you how being helpful in your marketing returns you more customers and makes you more money. Gotta love that. Thanks to the 6,012 listeners, business owners who have already bought it. You can grab a signed copy over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Now, back to James. Pricing's an aspect of, of marketing that fascinates me, and I know many business owners, uh, it troubles many business owners. Tell me about how you arrived at your pricing model, which I really like, by the way. I think it's free, 100% value of all the services for one user. I'm about to go much bigger than that, by the way, at this point. We want 10 users free. Wow. Why? You get presentation management, you get all the features in it, you get limited features, you don't get to get do excessive shares and things like that, you don't get reporting. But for a small company, you can come in and do basic presentation management, do your search, have under 10 users, it'll be straight free, and you can do that. And this is actually the first time, and this is, you say this is difficult, this has taken years to get to that decision, because we did one rate ahead of time where it was five users for $100 and then $20 a user above that. And while it weeded out the, because we were looking for the bigger users, it didn't seed the market to understand what's going on. And the small business market needs to understand what's going on. And we felt we need to give them presentation management for that. And they can come here and do that. If they want the extra features or they go over 10 and they want reporting and broadcasting and things like that, then it becomes, you know, between seven and $25 a month, depending on, you know, the package you choose. In that way, we feel it makes it cheaper for the small business, yet the big enterprise client 
are willing to pay for the value equation of enterprise management system, presentation management system. Well, well, well done. On behalf of all small business owners, I, I think that's a really lovely and generous gift, which is first 10 users free, because so often... I see with these SaaS products that, you know, if you are a small business of one, two, five, ten staff, often it just becomes too expensive. So I, I think that's great. And and it's quite an interesting model. It'll be interesting to see how it works that you are giving away ten in the hope Me that... Me too. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Even, even your commerce, uh, what do you call it, your enterprise solutions, and they're not expensive. Uh, from memory, they're like 20 bucks a month, I think up to... I don't know. Yes, that is correct. So is it is a business like yours, is it a numbers game? Is it based on volume? Yes. For us, it's the big client. For I have some large banks, US Bank, Comerica, NASA uses it, um, Starbucks uses it, Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines uses it, big companies use it. And the value equation goes up with the higher numbers of users. Because when you think of a multinational bank, they have retail stores, they have wealth management, they have securities, they have treasuries, they have like eight different divisions with two or 3,000 people in each division giving out presentations on slightly different components and such and having an ability to manage it on a global level and be like, what's the number one slide being used in our treasuries division? That's who's paying for the product. Making it free to small users is the the, the gift to everyone out there to, to get them going, so to speak, because the reality is, like you said, three, five users to 100 or 200 bucks a month, it adds up to a couple of grand a year. And you're like, really? I didn't have to spend that. But once you get to 10 or 12 users, a few hundred bucks a month is you should be able to pay it if you're really spending that. If you really have 10 people in sales and doing presentations, you're not choking them that way. And we just felt it's a a good level. And as my partner and sister said, five fingers, five toes, that's 10. 10's a good number. So why don't we use it? And I said, oh, all right, that's a good number. Uh, I I do love a bit of science that goes into pricing. Tell me, you are a small business. You do have big clients. I've seen your client list on your website and it's impressive. In fact, I understand that in the first 90 days, if you could take yourself back seven years ago, the first 90 days, you just cold called and landed your first big client in ABC TV. Is that right? Yes, that was that was before Shuffler. That's in a as a consultancy. Yes, that is what happened. Right. Okay. So, so how do you get the Bank of America or Caribbean Cruise Lines? How how do you go about getting big clients like that? What happens is, and this is the nuts and bolts of it, because it's a little bit of organic. There's a mid-level person who gets called a lot for presentations. They become the presentation jockey. They made a good presentation, now everyone calls on them. And then suddenly they're underwater because a bunch of people are asking and they feel like they're getting calls on Sunday night for Monday morning's meeting. And they go out and try to find a solution. And as they go out and get it, they'll start researching. And we write a lot of articles and blogs. And you can see right here, I wrote a book called Presentation Management. It's available on Amazon. It talks about the whole strategy. But they'll reach out and find it and start using it. And uh, what'll happen is, as it climbs up the channel and the the higher level, the VP of sales, the chief marketing officer specifically, if they get on the call and realize that, wow, there's a tool to manage presentation communications across our enterprise and it's relatively cheap, we need to find out about this. 
And that's where the big selling comes in. And then it cascades down. Tell me, how do you find the presentation jockey within large organisations, that person who, for whatever reason, has taken on the responsibility of trying to harness all the slide decks within that organisation. How do you find that person? We go on the best podcasts on the planet. (laughs) Yeah, you got it. (laughs) He's doing it now. That's what we're doing. In the beginning, quite frankly, they found us. Because of our expertise and like the history, my sister and I have done a lot of work for the high-end, when I say high-end, the media companies, NBC, ABC, Fox, Warner Brothers, Paramount, Mercedes-Benz, the Beers, the best names in the world. And we, did, we were a high-end consultancy. We did a lot of great stuff. And as such, we had plenty of stories and articles and became the, the seed founding of what is inbound marketing. And uh, now, you know, we've written years and years of articles. We've written books. We've studied. We've, quite frankly, turned it into a strategy that I believe will be a chapter in business communications in business schools across the country because presentations are core business communications. I I totally concur with that, James, because I said earlier I wanted to dissect your website. Now, the resources section of your website is fantastic. You've got a blog, which you keep up to date, and it's good quality content. You have a couple of presentation management books that you can download the PDFs of. You have some fantastic, beautifully written, beautifully presented in-depth case studies, uh, which go through a particular model, which is, you know, problem, solution, outcome, with a few other little kind of things seeded into those case studies. Tell me how important is that that resources section to the Shuffler business? Well, it's about education. I mean, people don't know they need something until they find out it's there. I'll give an analogy like Uber. Getting off an airplane eight years ago, it was like, oh, I'm getting in the taxi line. We all knew and dreaded it. The moment they put that phone in your hand and said, Uber, you were walking off the plane. You're like, oh, I'm meeting Carlos at uh, uh, Terminal B is going to be there in eight minutes. And that's it. In this case, people don't know there's really a tool to manage presentations. And that's what this is. That's what the moment here is, is that from to, wow, it's here. Let's go get it. Honestly, anyone who's wanting to create a resources section on on their website, have a look at Shuffler's resource section. James, besides that, what is the most effective marketing that you do to create awareness around the Shuffler brand? You know, it's something I believe we've done recently, and we've been recording the statements that identify presentation management and using them as subject matter experts on social media. For example, right now, recording this and saying, you know, presentations used to force the conversation, but now they follow the conversation and support everything you say. That little clip taken and put onto social media makes me a subject matter expert, educates the people that there's something going on and invariably links them back to my business and my website and is an ad for it. And it's, I shouldn't say it's almost free. It takes dedication and and working that way, but that I feel has been the most effective. And by doing that makes all of those resources sections much more valuable because you can't just have a blog or a resource or a book or social media or a meme or an ad. You really need all of them because in today's age, 
in, in three minutes, they're going to be looking up my LinkedIn account. They're going to be seeing what I write on Facebook. They want to know if I've been included in any news. And that's all in five minutes. And if you don't have content in all of those spaces, people very quickly write you off as not the expert. People want nothing more than the expert. They don't want number two. I couldn't care about number two. All I want is number one and I'm all in and I'm there and I'll pay for it and I'm happy to do it. Your marketing is very good at creating awareness around the Shuffler brand. Converting that awareness, once you've got someone to your website or on the phone or via email, converting them to a customer or at least a trial, is it as simple as offering a month free Where's the friction in the conversion? No, it's a it's a really a big challenge. The biggest challenge is that people feel that, oh my God, you're asking me to to clean my room. My presentations are a mess and you're telling me yeah, to go clean my hard. room. And, and that's the last thing I want to hear. So what we've done is we made it so that you can just take your marketing folder and just drag it into Shuffler and it'll reproduce it, visualize every one of those files. And very quickly, you will weed through the garbage. Very quickly, you will see slides that are in eight different presentations and shouldn't be. One of the harder things, and we haven't really, I feel we haven't mastered it, and I think we have to do a lot better with it, is from that point, the key is to move your presentations to a library of slides. So there's not duplicates. So like you said, you know, the marketing department does who we are while the, the tech department does their department, while the wealth management department manages their slides. And in turn, like a library, it's being published, it's being managed, you know it's out there, and in turn, the messaging works. Getting it from that first stage of dragging them up there and weeding through the garbage and getting it to an organized library is probably the biggest hurdle at this point. And I find it trips because it seems like work and we will help, we will sit there, we will work with you, but ultimately it's the client's content. So, you know, you can, you know, lead a horse to water, but you can't push it in. You know how that goes. It's a, it's a yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like um, when when Infusionsoft came to market all those years ago, it got rebranded, con- relabeled by many people, Confusionsoft, because it was very, very difficult to kind of find your way around, which led to an entire market of service providers who said, I'll come into your organisation and set up your funnels and all your Infusionsoft bits and bobs. Have you considered a paid-for-you solution where either you have people on staff or you train people to set up businesses that onboard Shuffler in big organisations? I would love to do that. I would ideally like people to be able to pick it up and learn it because I don't think it's more complex than listing something on eBay or putting a store together on Shopify is so much harder than this. However, there is a real business, a professional services businesses in managing the presentation communication from the creation of the graphics to the actual words, to the training of the presenting of it, to the crafting of the story, and even managing that brand over a period of time. I think it's a whole silo in advertising in a way. Mate, I totally agree. I mean, that's a business in a box. Anyone listening, you know, I don't know who you'd reach out to, but I think there's probably businesses out there that do it, although I I certainly haven't come across them where someone puts their hand up and says, I'll do everything from creating your presentations to managing your presentations to, you know, making sure that you can find 
anything you need in regards to presentations throughout the business. That <laughs> sounds good to me. Now, for me personally, I've done that and there's good business in it and all that type of stuff. After well more than a decade of listening to, is that blue too <laughs> aqua or is that more of a sky blue? Oh yeah, or is it a turquoise? I, 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 I gravitated to the software as opposed to the subjective, <laughs> uh, the, the colors right, the animation's too fast. Now, that doesn't mean there isn't good business. I'm onto fellas like you. You don't want to talk to clients. You just want an online SaaS business that you can hide behind a computer and run. <laughs> well, theoretically. Now, the, it's, the subjective component takes a lot of hands-on work, and there's real business there. Quite frankly, I don't disagree with what you suggested. Is Chances are there's a industry about to be created in presentation management, and it has to do with communications, Something that I noticed recently is that we've all learned how powerful memes are nowadays. And quite frankly, every slide should be a meme for your company because a good meme you can put up on the screen and we can talk about eight different components of it. Why she's looking at that? Why he's doing that? Oh my gosh, I can't do this. She's yelling here. And it conveys all sorts of things and gets going. Now, imagine if you had a slide library of 25 memes that hit the core issues of your company. So that if someone saw them, says, oh, that's right, my air conditioner is going out and it's too hot. And, you know, my wife is so hot, she needs to be cooled. So get me an air conditioner. Whatever, whatever it might be, I think presentation management leads towards that in the long run. I think you're right. I think there's a business there. James, I think it's a great idea. Thank you for sharing Shuffler with us and bringing it to our attention. I hadn't come across it before, but now we have, and so have many business owners in Australia. Shuffler.com, S-H-U-F-F-L-R-R.com is where you can find it. Very shortly, maybe by the time this episode goes to air, there'll be 10 users free. So I encourage everyone to give it a go. And James, wishing you all the, <laughs> yeah, <that'd be> great. <laughs> wishing you all the luck for the future, mate. Well, there you go. Shuffler's James Entra. Interesting fellow. Some reasonable opinions around slide decks and presentation management, I think. Here's what grabbed my attention from that chat with him. Attention grabber number one. I love how everything James does is client-driven. Now, if you'd like to learn more about that very simple yet critical concept, take a listen to episode 539, which is where I interviewed Jeff Bezos's shadow who explains Amazon's process of working backwards, which starts with the customer in mind. Very, very popular episode, that one. I'll put a link in the show notes over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash 543. Attention grabber number two. I totally agree with James that a business's slide decks are a very underutilised asset. Is it a business's most underutilised asset? Eh, probably not, but I agree. You can do a lot more with your slide decks than you are currently doing. Attention grabber number three. I like the way he's identified the key person within a business that he and his sales team need to get to in order to make the sale. I think they even gave that person a name like it was a presentation jockey. Love it. That's the person you need to identify. You don't need to identify the presentation jockey, but you do need to identify that key person in a prospect's business that has the ability to say, yep. We'll use you. Well, that's what grabbed my attention. I would love to know what grabbed yours. Hit pause now. 
do come back to and finish the episode, but hit pause and call the Small Business Big Marketing Hotline on plus six one four eight zero zero one five one five zero. Plus six one, that's for overseas people, four eight zero zero one five one five zero. Just like listener Mike did. G'day Timbo, Mike here from Mr. Gutter SA down in Adelaide. Just wanted to say how much I love the podcast and how much I get out of it. I find myself telling my wife daily how much G-O-L-D is dripping from your ceiling. Wanted to uh, thank you for the recommendation of, of the Hawk Academy. Got a lot out of that podcast and I've since joined up and uh, my business is going from strength to strength. So thanks Timbo and the team. Cheers, Mike. Thank you so much, Mike. I love a patient lister. Your poor wife. My good, she'd be wondering what you're talking about. What do you mean, darling? Gold dripping from the ceiling. This is nonsense. Hey, that Harry Sanders Studio Hawk interview that Mike's talking about was awesome. Episode 521 in which I went out to you guys, said, what's your number one question about getting onto page one of Google? And Harry Sanders, who is Australia's most awarded search engine optimization expert, answered every single one of your questions. He's also got an academy called the hawkacademy.co.co, which is basically a learning centre for every aspect of how to get and stay on page one of Google. And if you use the coupon code TIMBO2020, that is, you'll get 20% off. And it's basically everything you'll ever need to know about getting on page one of Google. Mike, you're a legend. Well done on applying what you are hearing on this podcast. Hey, next episode is laser focus on, are you ready for it? Cryptocurrency. (laughs) I know. But like, it's a really popular topic at the moment. Everyone's asking questions about it. I found Australia's leading expert on cryptocurrency. I went out to you guys and said, give me your most troubling question about it and I will have them answered. And we had so many questions come in and this lady has very lovingly answered every single one of them. So if you're interested in how to use cryptocurrency in your business, you're going to love next week's episode. Be sure to grab a copy of my book, The Boomerang Effect, over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. If you've got something to tell me, call me 0480-015-150. I'd love to hear from you. If you're loving the show, why wouldn't you? There's 542 more episodes on the Listener app or on your favourite podcast app, whatever that may be. And as has been the case for 12 years now, this podcast is presented by me, Timbo Reed, and massaged through the production process by my producer, Dave Zulawinski. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. May your marketing be the best marketing. Bye for now. Listener.